Hello there, and welcome back to a long-expected podcast where two girls read Lord of the Rings, one for the first time. And one for the millionth. I'm Megan. And I'm Julia. And you get us back here for chapter nine uh, at the sign of the Prancing Pony, the one that Megan was very excited about last week. (laughs) I was. I was so excited. (laughs) This week, I changed up my reading style, and I listened to the audiobook while oh, reading along. inspired by Amber. Exactly. <laughs> she inspired me to try it again, and it was so different. What, in like, what way? I don't know. Well, the, the narrator reads it a little bit differently than I would have, which oh. is kind of interesting. Like, just the way he says things or, like, where he pauses or whatever, mm-hmm. which is, I found that kind of interesting and different. And then there's, like, different voices for the different characters, which is so fun. And there's, like, in this chapter, there was kind of intense music throughout the entire background. Just to, (laughs) like, add suspense. And it was really, it was kind of funny, but it gave the chapter a bit of a different feel than I would have took on it. Oh, interesting. Can I ask the voices, is it all by the same narrator or is it, like, different voice actors? It's different voice actors. Oh, that is so cool. I know. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, it was like, pretty fun. When you listen to an audiobook, do you speed it up or do you listen to it like normal? I listen to it like normal. Okay, cool. I When yeah. I listen to audiobooks for like school books, I would always uh-huh. speed it up as much as possible just to get through it. Yeah, so, I think I would have done that too. Yeah. And now normal audiobooks seem slow to me. That's really funny. I have never been an audiobook person. Mm-hmm. I like literally never listen to them unless a teacher put it on for me in class. Oh, I see. But so this is just very different for me, but it's actually working. I used to think I didn't like them, but I think my imp- my opinions are improving oh, on okay. what I think about audiobooks. <laughs> oh, character growth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do audiobooks, but I've been, every chapter now, I've been listening to, like, Shire ambiance music. I don't know, Aww. just, like, the Shire music in the background. It's so nice. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> still the only song that you have shared with me that I've even allowed myself to listen to, so. <laughs> yeah. I'll have more to come later on. Oh, exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, at the sign of the Prancing Pony... Um, last podcast episode, I shared that um, I always thought of the uh, Snuggly Duckling from Tangled. <laughs> so I expected it to be like, you know, it sounds cute, but it's not. And we didn't yeah. exactly get there, but like, definitely there were some suspicious characters. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, it opens up um, describing the land and the men of Bree. Um, mm-hmm. and it says that they're kinder than most big people to hobbits, dwarves and elves and the like. Um, yeah. and nobody else really settled around them, but there were rangers and those like right off the bat, I was like, okay, so this is the kind of chapter that it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So they obviously are, they're taller, they're darker than the regular Bree men. Um, they have strange powers of sight and hearing. And they bring, like, tales from afar. So definitely sounding suspicious. We don't really want to talk to them. <laughs> kind yeah. of spooky. I was wondering what you were thinking about them. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> my mind, literally, the minute 
It described the land of Bree. It sounded gorgeous and beautiful. And then it mentioned the riders and, or the rangers. And then I, my brain literally, literally went, ah, oh, they just got out of danger. Why does this have to happen again? <laughs> That's so funny. Can't they just have like a chapter of peace? I don't know, like tea in the mountains, just chilling for a little bit. <laughs> tea in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> like they're still on the move because obviously I get anxious whenever they stay still, but <laughs> yeah, just a chill <laughs> chapter. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I'm used to reading classics. Like I just finished um, Emma by Jane Austen. Oh, I love that Me one. Me too. And I think the beauty of that book is that nothing happens in it. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's That's such a so chill true. book. And so now I'm just used to nothing happening, but it being an enjoyable experience. So right uh-huh. now, everything is happening. <laughs> everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just wait till later. This version of everything will seem like nothing. Are you serious? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do remember in The Hobbit, it was like this where... It, like everything was, you know, quote unquote, everything was happening in the beginning. Um, and then yeah. everything hit the fan and there was like a huge like war and people were dying and there was a dragon and it was just everything was happening at once. So I'm assuming that's going to happen here too. <laughs> it's a fair assumption. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> there were some hobbits that lived around Bree. Um, and I noticed that the narrator here was a bit sarcastic, and I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Because it said that, like, the hobbits claimed to be the oldest, like, settlement in the world. <laughs> but were they? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so nobody really left, and nobody ventured in. Um, and the Shire folk referred to them as outsiders and vice versa, which is kind of funny to me. Yeah. Uh, and the Shire folk thought that the, the hobbits of Bree were dull and uncouth. And <laughs> I, I quoted this. I thought this was really funny. So some, doubtless, were no better than tramps, ready to dig a hole in any bank and stay only as long as it suited them. <laughs> like, <laughs> the standards of these hobbits were, like, they were tramps and, like, horrible, dull, like, unnatural p- beings if they just dug <laughs> holes wherever they wanted to. <laughs> So funny. Very interesting standards that they've got. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed it said that people used to travel, like hobbits from the Shire yes! used to travel to Bree sometimes. And I was thinking, like, well, I guess that's the most, like, where the most adventurous hobbits would go. Hmm. Nobody so really goes further, but that's, like, the most adventurous hobbit you'll get will make it to Bree and no <laughs> further. <laughs> and as far as I know... Bree is not a very special place. It's just a place where different creatures live together. So, like... Pretty much. Why would that mark the end of your journey? Like, you travel across the forest, and you travel along the road, you make it to Bree, you make it to the inn, you have a beer, and you're like, okay, I did it. I'm done. Adventure! (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So I noted that as well. I noted that the, the... um, Prancing Pony Inn used to mark like the crossroads of the two most ancient and well-traveled roads. Um, mm-hmm. And people don't really travel there anymore. So like, why has it slowed down? I, like, are people, because I, I remember in the introduction, it mentioned that there were like a huge 
time period of war and then everyone Mm -hmm. came to peace and then like relaxed are they just so relaxed now that they just don't leave their homes ever i don't know i thought it was kind of the opposite like things are starting to pick up again they are yeah yeah like there were if you remember from one of the first chapters i think it was like there were supposedly like dangerous creatures roaming around in the forests and outside the borders of the Shire or whatever. Hmm. So they, they would probably be closer to Bree too. Yeah. Like there's just dangerous things about again. And so people are less likely to travel maybe. Hmm. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, but rangers frequently stopped there. And then I wrote, um, because I'm, I'm desperately trying to pick up anything that I can grab at this point. <laughs> I, I don't remember how the fellowship formed, but I know that Legolas is part of it. And there's, I think, a dwarf with an axe. He's part of it. And I know that mm-hmm. Aragorn is part of it. So then I'm wondering if this ranger is possibly Aragorn, but I don't know. Because obviously we find out more... Or like, okay, yeah, the the ranger that we found in the inn, I'm wondering if that's Aragorn or if Aragorn is a ranger in general. We Mm. don't find out in this chapter, so I don't know. (laughs) No comment on that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the hobbits approached the west gate and it was locked and they were questioned by old Harry the gatekeeper, who's such an... Old Harry. He's such an interesting lad, isn't he? (laughs) Yes, he is. He's very inquisitive (laughs) and very suspicious of the hobbits. Yeah. Um, and he's um, hinting of the other wanderers at the inn. Um, and mm. thankfully, Frodo doesn't reveal why they came. And I was no. so stressed about it because Frodo's been telling everybody. And so I know. Finally, he's not telling somebody why they're coming this <gasps> way. Yes. Yeah. And, and then Mary kind of gives gives Harry the... Like, what he sort of means by just saying, I'm a brandy buck, is that enough? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love Mary's (laughs) sass. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah, so good. Uh, And so he lets them in. And then, how do I start? So, quote, (laughs) a dark figure climbed quickly over the gate and melted into the shadows of the village street. Uh. (laughs) Oh, my word. They just can't catch a break. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I have so many questions. Like, even when we finish this chapter, we don't know what this shadow was yet. So these questions are Mm -hmm. still unanswered. So, like, was it a ride? Like, um, was it a rider? Um, He could have left his horse in the forest and then, like, crawled over the gate. But I feel like, Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's not a rider. So then I wonder, is it a ranger? But why would he be sneaking? Because he could just totally walk into the village and nobody cares. Yeah, right. And we don't know of really any other creatures that, like, would sneak and try and follow the hobbits. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like it. <laughs> I knew you would point it out and be all like, Ugh. Yeah, how do I leave this? <laughs> Honestly, if we were reading about the giant spiders of, um, oh, I don't remember what the forest was called, but yeah, those spiders. Mirkwood? Yeah, Mirkwood. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Mirkwood spiders, I would, like, not be phased by them. But just yeah. the idea of, like, creepy, crawly creatures, like, human-like figures. Oh, I don't like it. Interesting. 
but they reached the inn, uh, and Sam was really overwhelmed by the tallness of men and their homes, even though he really <laughs> wanted to see giants in their journeys. I thought that was yeah. so cute. <laughs> Me too. I actually wrote that down. Really? I thought that was so adorable. Yeah. And like... For me, especially knowing the rest of all the things that happen, mm. I find it, like, really funny. Really? That he's intimidated by, yeah, by, like, houses and just, like, their yeah. tallness. That's so funny. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Poor Sam. Yeah, and then I was also surprised because I don't think I realized that that was his first sight of men. Oh, I guess, would it be all of their first sight of men? Maybe. Probably. Is Gandalf as tall as, like, a big person? Oh, yeah, he is. So never mind, then. <laughs> I mean, he's not technically man, so this still would be no. Sam's first setting of man. That's true. Oh, poor Sam. Yeah, or, poor I mean, guy. at least if a big person came to the Shire, um, he everything else around Sam is still hobbit size. just the man is tall. That's true. So now they're in, like, literal big person territory. Yeah, so it must, especially since they're so small, it must seem actually really huge to them. Yeah, because people, like, big people are double the size of hobbits, because hobbits are only, like, three feet tall, I think. Three or four. Yeah. So that would be like walking into a town where everything is double its normal size. Oh, yikes. I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> yeah, like, imagine even seeing doors and windows. They'd be so big. Yeah. Oh, poor Sam. I kind of, okay, I kind of understand now. Before I thought it was just kind of funny, but, but yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Definitely my favorite character. Uh-huh. Uh, but the inn itself, like, was described as so homey and cozy. Like, there were curtains and music playing and so much, like, laughter and clapping going on and candles. It was just so cute. Yeah. Oh, yes. I want to be there. Me oh. too. And then I noted something, um... In one of the <clears throat> descriptions of the inn, they mentioned a babble of voices. Hmm. And that just made me think, um, just of the word babble, because I've never seen it written down before. It reminds me okay. of, like, the Tower of Babel, like that story. Oh, interesting. Because in the Tower of Babel, um, people, their all their languages changed. They all had one language, and then it was changed to many different languages, and so it was just chaos, and they couldn't understand each other. Right. And it's spelt the same as this context, babble of voices. So I wonder if that's where that comes from, because it's like oh. a bunch of different voices going on and it's too crazy. Interesting. I've <gasps> never thought of that before. <laughs> Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> I like that. Um, but a man came to attend to them um, and he called uh, Frodo little master and he like bent down to talk to him. So precious. Right. I... Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, when I finished reading the chapter, I didn't remember that he was a man. So he's, like, significantly taller than them. So this is bringing me back. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, way <laughs> taller than them. And he's, like, bending down. It's so cute. It is. Um, and his name is Barleyman Butterbur. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I, I say Butterbur this episode, I'm probably going to accidentally say Butterbeer. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, But he's very kind and he's very hospitable. And he's very busy. <laughs> he's, I love him so much. Yeah. He's so, he's like so adorable. Yeah. And like, he's just bustling in and out everywhere. 
And he actually kind of, because he's very forgetful, mm-hmm. it seems like that's, he's like, oh, I have something I was supposed, supposed to remember yeah. and he can't remember it. And it honestly reminds me of myself when I'm working (laughs) (laughs) because I work in a coffee shop and if it gets really busy or it's been busy all day and by the end of the shift, I'm like brain dead Mm. and I just start to forget things. Like I'll forget what I was doing because I'll get distracted by a customer or whatever and then I'll come back and I'll be like, okay, time to finish my job and I can't remember what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny we we definitely have those moments when we hang out like we'll just start or one of us will start saying something to the other person and then our minds will just go blank and we'll stare at each other for a little bit and have no idea what was going on (laughs) you're so right or like we can't remember words all the time which we've done definitely on this podcast before oh yeah (laughs) definitely yeah (laughs) we're just like sims we just forget our lines and what we're supposed to do (laughs) (laughs) pretty much (laughs) Uh, but the only room available that he had was uh, built for hobbits Um, and it's like he literally has a section of his inn that is built to scale for hobbits it's so sweet oh he's a lovely man (laughs) he is (laughs) Um, and then they have a plain but comforting supper uh, and they were invited to join the main party when they were done um and they all started to feel a lot more comfortable and safe, and they all decided to join the party except for Mary. And um, Mary kind of warns them, like, don't share any of your secrets. Um, yeah. Which, again, I I totally forgot when I when we started this that this happened. So, yeah, she, secrets were definitely shared. Oops. <laughs> uh-huh. But otherwise, yeah. other than that, I definitely want to be in this inn. Like, this is so adorable. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I love also that Mary, like, still going back to his sort of mom role, he's like, mind your P's and Q's. You're, and, like, oh, yeah. He's, like, warning them, like, okay, be smart. Wow. Okay, so my little, like, joke about Mary that he was the mom is totally true. Honestly, I've been, like, picking it out over and over again. No. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Um, but they join a very mixed group, it's described, um, and they're greeted merrily. Uh, and oh, everybody has, like, botanical names. I know! I wrote that down! Yeah, that's I our dream. I thought it was so great. <laughs> <laughs> yes! So there's, like, goat leaf, which I particularly yeah. liked. <laughs> <laughs> that one's so funny. Um, ferny, which is so cute. Um, heather toes. Yeah. yeah. Appledore. Appledore, yes! <sighs> I I just love that. <laughs> it's adorable. Mm-hmm. And there were a few underhills, which is what Frodo's going by right now. Yeah. Uh, and, quote, they could not imagine sharing a name without being related, so they took Frodo into their hearts. It's... Oh. Oh. I love it's that so they're just funny. like, we have the same name, so we must be related. Must be. <laughs> And at this, oh, that's so funny. At this point, um, obviously, you and I know um, how this chapter ends. But at this point, past mm-hmm. Julia uh, wrote down that I thought this sounded <laughs> much too wholesome. I I was very suspicious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and they got along with everyone very well, um, and they 
kind of lied about their real motive about journeying this far. So Frodo said that mm-hmm. they were explorers and geographers um, and that he was writing a book and they all expected him to like write it at that moment and because he <laughs> didn't sit down and start writing a book. They just kind of like stopped talking about it and ignored that bit, which is so funny. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. But Frodo ended up sitting quietly in a corner and he just kind of observed. Um, Mm -hmm. classic. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And so just by listening, he heard of a lot of trouble in the South. Um, the men that came from Greenway, which I don't know where that is, but men that came from Greenway, uh, they were looking for peace. Yeah. Yeah. It said the Greenway was the name of the road, one of the main roads. Oh, you're right. But it was super, like, it was kind of overgrown, like it got kind of grassy, so they call it the Greenway. Oh, wait, that's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love just the practicality of their naming system. Yeah. If I, if I were to ever mayor a town, (laughs) that's what I would do. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Like, things actually make sense. Yeah. Because where we live, street names are so random. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they make no sense. No. They're like... Sometimes they're names of people. Sometimes they're, like, made-up words or, like, fruits. Yeah. We have a lot of fruit streets. We do. I don't understand. There's a little street that comes off my street, and it's called Silver Tree. Why? That's beautiful, but why? It is beautiful. (laughs) But we don't know the reason. Yeah. And then me, living in the same place as you, have a number street. So, (sighs) doesn't make sense. Oh, man. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, they were looking, the men from Greenway were looking for a new peaceful place to settle. Um, And it says that the hobbits did not pay attention to this as it did not, uh, at the moment, seem to concern hobbits. So, obviously, (laughs) I think this is foreshadowing. So, this will concern hobbits eventually. I don't know why. I don't know how. Yeah. But it will. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Um, And Pippin and Sam felt quite at home. Uh, and they were becoming, like, crowd-pleasers, so they were just entertaining the crowd. <laughs> yeah. We can tell, at this point, who are the extroverted ones in the mm. group and who the introverts are. That's so true. <laughs> Actually, that's interesting, because, arguably, Frodo is the main character. Yeah. But he's an introvert. And so, for an adventurous book, it's quite rare to have, like, an introverted main character. I think so, yeah. Yeah, interesting. It it, it almost mm-hmm. is starting to feel like Sam is the main character, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's but Frodo I've is, heard some people oh sorry. Oh, sorry, you go for it. Okay. I was just gonna say I've heard some people who've read Lord of the Rings have just said, like, I don't even know who the main character is anymore. Oh no. Like it's just there's just kind of a bunch of main characters. Yeah. Oh, I bet once the fellowship is formed, it's just going to be so many characters and so many perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Frodo has started to be questioned about the Underhills, which is funny because that's not his relations or family or anything. So he probably is just lying the whole time. Yeah. Um, but a, he notices a strange weather-beaten man who's listening very intently. And so... I wonder, like, is this the shadow from earlier? But, like, that doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has muddy, well-worn clothes, um, and he has, like, his hood on, and he's just watching. <laughs> yeah. So I was a bit freaked out. 
Um, but at this point, I was like, yeah, this is definitely um, a ranger. But we don't really know who those people are at this point. Um, yeah. And so Frodo asked Butterbur who he was. Um, and Butterbur said that he was known as Strider. Um, mm-hmm. And he says that he comes unexpectedly. He's gone for a month or a year. And then he just, like, pops up. And he is a ranger. Um, and then, yes. and then Butterbur says, funny you should ask about him. And then he's like called away. So he never finishes the sentence. So why is it funny to ask about Strider? Uh, oh, it's so frustrating. And by the end of the chapter, we don't even know. No. Nope. Terrible. Is this stressing you I hate out. It. Yes. Stressing me out. This whole book is just stress. <laughs> but Strider made eye contact with Frodo and like beckoned him to come. Huh? I would be more freaked out, but in the beginning they mentioned that Rangers um they have really good hearing. So Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that he could just sit in the corner of the inn and just listen to everything. <sighs> yeah. Wait, I'm gonna go back to my <laughs> notes. I think I wrote um, yeah, it says that they have, oh no, strange powers of sight and hearing. I wonder if they just had, like, strange yeah. powers in general. That would have been more freaky, but I don't think they do. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, still, sight and power, or sight and listening. That's, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Strider basically just says to Frodo, like, be careful of what you say because there are dangerous people here. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> do you remember what you thought when you first read about Strider? Uh, not much. But I remember I was very suspicious of him, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, the mention of his keen, bright eyes. Yes. I found that very interesting because Tolkien, like, describes his eyes a couple times. Mm, I didn't or, like, notice they that. They were just very bright or whatever. Um, but, yeah, he has keen sight, so he just notices a lot of things. Mm. And I think... Maybe not just, like, in general noticing things, but maybe also about, like, noticing things about other people mm. that a normal person wouldn't necessarily pick up on. That's kind of what I extracted from him. Wow. Yeah. So you're just, like, a bit unsettled by him? Yeah. It's like, mostly just curiosity. hmm But, yeah. I wish... I knew what you felt about him now, but I'm afraid to ask you because then that'll sway what I think of him. Yeah. But <laughs> you were I know, quite I'm trying about- so I'm trying so hard not to say stuff about him. Oh man. Okay, so there's a lot to know about him. Hmm. Like, <laughs> can I ask why you were so excited about me reading this chapter? Was it just like the ambiance or like characters that I would meet or Yeah, characters that you would meet, and then um, also it's just, this part for me in the book is kind of like where I see the ball start rolling, kind of. Oh, so the adventure is starting to begin. Yeah, like stuff actually starts happening. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm sensing that. I feel like before, mm, I mean, now I don't see the adventure entirely happening yet, because this whole time has just been a journey. But I can yeah. see that now things are getting serious and now, like, the hobbits actually have to kind of work for this and not just kind exactly. of idle along. <laughs> yeah, before they could, they kind of just, like, got by fine, but now they actually have to really be careful. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so across the inn, Pippin begins to tell the tale of Bilbo's farewell party. Um, and it says about Pippin that he had become quite forgetful of their danger. Why do <sighs> they keep doing this? They- I don't know. <sighs> I'm going to mention Honestly, this. yeah, forever. Mary, yeah, Mary was the smartest one. Just yeah. staying in their room, chilling out by himself. Mm-hmm. And the others are like, no, let's go be social. But it, it doesn't quite work out for them. <laughs> Do we know why Mary stayed back? Maybe it said and I forgot. I don't remember. I think he just wanted like peaceful quiet or something. <laughs> wow, I'm so Mary. <laughs> Uh, that's so funny um and frodo felt that he might accidentally mention the ring so yeah interesting that he doesn't have like an entire control over what he says about it yeah Mm. yeah i don't like the ring (laughs) nope uh and so Mm -hmm. strider is oddly helpful to me um, like helpful to Frodo, but it's odd to me that he's helpful. Um, yeah. And he's telling Frodo to do something quick. And so Frodo jumps on the table and he shared a few suitable words, um, which is what they say in the Shire, uh, which is like, thank you so much for being hospitable to us and whatever. Yeah. Um, and he felt a desire to put on the ring. Um, and it says as though it were being suggested by something or someone in the room. Oh, I know, right? So obviously, like, we've had situations before where the ring, like, is kind of wanting Frodo to put it on. But the fact mm-hmm. that he feels like the thing telling him to put it on is in the room freaks me out. Yeah. I feel like it's whatever that creature that jumped the gate. Something mm. to do with that thing. But where is yeah. it? And how does it have power? <sighs> yeah. Do you know? Oh, uh-huh. for our listeners, she's nodding and staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I know. I can't wait for you to know everything. <laughs> but that means I have to get through three whole books. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Oh, someone should do the math for us. If we keep doing like roughly a chapter every two weeks, how many years will it be till we finish all the books? How many years? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I'll we'll have to figure this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so Frodo was asked to sing a song. Um, and so he sings a very silly song, which was Bilbo's. Um, and then this is interesting. In my copy, mine has an asterisk by the word Sunday. And it says, oh. uh, yeah, it says C note two, three, page 1,111, which I have no idea what that means because my book does not have a page 1,111, so... What the heck? I know! I was very, very confused. So I was wondering if yours had an asterisk on it or if that's just my copy. I don't think I noticed anything. Let's see if I can find it. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really, really strange. Because I think, without spoiling the end of the book for myself, my book has just over 400 pages in it. Mm-hmm. 
super weird. Yeah. Okay, for me, Sunday doesn't have an asterisk, but the word she in the last little part mm-hmm. um, where it's talking about the sun, it has an asterisk over the word she, and then it says at the bottom, like, elves and hobbits always refer to the sun as she. I have that one as but, well. Yeah, but I don't have one over Sunday. That, that's so funny. So, Why does my copy have this? <laughs> I don't know what your book is trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's some sort of secret. <laughs> yeah. That's really but funny. But as for pages, mine has about, let's see, uh, 423. Okay, cool. Yours has like just a few more pages than mine. Mine's like 404 or something. Okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Now I feel very unsettled with my mysterious note. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> That's very, very odd. I know. Um, but the song itself is complete nonsense. It's so funny. Does it have any importance at all? No. Okay. It's just Bilbo's ridiculous little brain. <laughs> I don't understand Bilbo as a character. Like, he oh, he was like a normal hobbit, didn't want to travel anywhere, and then he went on this huge adventure, and apparently, according to this book, he sings songs all the time, and he makes yeah. up songs. I just, I don't understand it's, him. It's almost like his adventure inspired him to believe that he's some, like, great hobbit writer who totally. makes songs and writes a book about his adventure mm-hmm. and he has all of his works and he's just going along writing everything <laughs> I totally he thinks yeah so highly of himself but almost it's like justified for sure but yeah complete nonsense song <sighs> it's so funny I love it <laughs> And yeah, I loved it, and everybody else loved it, and so they brought in a fiddle, and Frodo sings it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, right away. I know. <laughs> and so at one point, he leapt up, and he crashed in a tray, and he fell on the floor, and then he disappeared. <laughs> Can you imagine that scene? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Did your audiobook have like sound for that? I can't Amber, remember. Amber was saying that uh, there was like sound accompanying all of the noises that were described in the book. So if there, there was, like, was a yell or something, they yelled or yeah, yeah, yeah. They did do that. I remember that. Like when the song happened, the main narrator like spoke it, but okay, in the background Jordan. you could hear Frodo's voice singing it, really? and like the background noises of the crowd and everything. That is so well, like, magical. You get the whole ambiance of like the little crowd in the inn and everything. And there was like clapping along with the song and stuff. Oh my word. So okay, so I'm never reading this book ever again. I'm going to get somebody else to read it for <laughs> me. <laughs> there probably was a clang sound, but I don't specifically remember it. Okay. But I know there was like a little gasp from the crowd and everything. That's so magical. I know, right? Oh man. <laughs> I can't wait to watch the scene in the movie. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Um, so everyone, one. literally, they see Frodo disappear, they gasp, and then everybody just backs up away from Sam and Pippin. They just, as yeah. one, move away. 
Like, what are you? Right? Because <laughs> they apparently don't like magicians. But, like, don't no. they have wizards? And aren't they magicians? Or is... I guess so. Is Gandalf rare? Like, is he the only wizard? He's no, not the only wizard. Yeah, because there's the white wizard who runs the council. Uh-huh. And then there's another wizard mm-hmm. um, called Radagast the Brown. He Wait, okay, I just need to talk about this for a second. <laughs> he, so doesn't, for- he only ever gets mentioned like once. But basically, he wears a brown cloak and um, <laughs> he... <laughs> His basic, like, wizard powers or, like, his interests Mm -hmm. are basically that he, like, speaks to animals (laughs) and, like, knows stuff about plants. Oh, my word. Is that me? (laughs) I just... Okay, I just need to talk about this. Okay, first of all, (laughs) when do we hear about Radagast? Is this, like, in a future book or something? I'm actually not sure. I think it's, um, I think Gandalf mentions him at some point. I'm pretty sure it's in the first book. Oh my word. I just, I can't get over, his name is Radagast, which is a horrible name. It's horrible. (laughs) And then. It is horrible. I just, (sighs) Gandalf the Grey, that's quite a boring color, but it kind of works because he wears grey and his beard is grey and it it all just kind of works. But yeah. Radagast the brown? That's such a boring color. <laughs> sounds terrible. It does. <laughs> it's uh, horrible. Poor guy. Like, okay, why are the wizards gray, brown, and white? Yeah, like, those are boring colors, and why are they colors anyways? Yeah, there's no answers to, like, the reasons why, but wizards just like boring colors, I guess. I feel like it should be, like, Gandalf of... The Shire, or, like, Radagast of Mirkwood, or something like that. Like, it should be a name yeah. or a title, not a color. What, is it, what does it mean? <laughs> That's a true point. <laughs> they just, like, look at you and say, oh, you're a wizard. Well, your cloak is brown, so I guess you're Radagast the Brown. Must be. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, even though they have literal magical beings that are, like, in their world, they hate magicians. So they're very scared of Pippin and Sam now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And it says that a swarthy, I don't know how to pronounce that, but, like, a swarthy Brie and a squinty Southerner left. So, very important. I'm glad that Tolkien mentioned that. (laughs) Um, And so Frodo, he crawled to Strider, and he took off the ring. Um, And I would say that this is stupid because you're basically revealing your secret to this stranger that you don't entirely trust yet. Yeah. But apparently, Strider knew about him in the ring. So he, like, knew Mm -hmm. everything. (sighs) Obviously, Frodo didn't mention it in the end, so it's not like Strider could have, like, overheard him. Mm-hmm. And they never mentioned that rangers could read minds, so I don't think no. that's the case. So I have no idea, like, why Strider would know about Frodo, and, like, is he following him? <sighs> I don't like mm. it. Yeah. 
But Butterbur is so chill about the whole thing. He he says, like, everything's fine just as long as Frodo pays and doesn't break (laughs) any more of his his stuff. So, yeah, good for him. That's pretty gracious. Yeah, good host. Um, Yeah. And every other hobbit and man in the inn were arguing about it. Um, And so Frodo, he walks from Strider and he claims that he crawled under the table after he fell. Um, And nobody believed him. So everyone backed away and left. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, okay, bye. Yeah, exactly. This is too much for us. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And again, like, Butterbur was only scolding that his cups were broken by Frodo's acrobatics. (laughs) 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 And he just told him not to do it again. And next time to warn him. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To which Frodo's like, don't worry. There won't be a next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he said, like, Frodo felt like a force compelled him to put on the ring. So he was entirely, like, out of his mind. And he didn't do it by choice. Which no. is so freaky. Like, we've talked yeah. a lot before about the ring being almost sentient. Like, the ring is aware. Yeah. Like, I, it kind of has its own purposes. And it just kind of does what it wants. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, if I was Frodo, I would literally just, like, dig a hole in the ground and bury the ring and then just move on with my life. <laughs> like, just let anybody yeah. else have it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they said goodnight because um, they were leaving early in the morning. Uh, and Strider was the only one that was left to hang out with the hobbits. So, like, why wasn't he afraid? Why does he know so much? Why was he so chill with them? I don't understand. (laughs) Next chapter. Ooh, I'm excited. (laughs) Um, And so Butterbur, he said that he had something private to say uh, to Frodo afterwards. So he just has something to say to Frodo. Um, Mm -hmm. And I forgot to mention this, but earlier Strider said the same thing. So everybody has a lot to say privately to Frodo. Yeah. I believe the Strider thing. Like, I believe that... I think Strider came there on purpose. He's somehow omniscient. He knows something. He knows too much, I think. (laughs) And he has some Uh sort of agenda to talk to Frodo. So I believe that. But the fact that Butterbur wants to talk to Frodo doesn't make sense to me because Frodo came there randomly. Like, they didn't plan on going to the inn, so why would he have something to say to someone he didn't know was coming to his inn. Right. So I love Butterbur. He's so, like, fun and hospitable and friendly, but I kind of don't trust him. And it's funny to me because Strider is, like, the complete opposite and he's super spooky, but I I do trust him. So. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, hmm. And then in quotes uh, from Frodo, he says, were these people in league against, like, myself, like Frodo? So, yeah. obviously Frodo is a bit spooked as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then he said, um, he was wondering if Butterbur's fat face was concealing dark designs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Me too. And that's the end of chapter nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so obviously we see that chapter 10 is called Strider. So it focuses on Strider, which I'm excited yes. about because I'm liking this character. Uh, Get some answers. Yeah, and I'm so sorry for all of our dear listeners who like Lord of the Rings 
and hate that I talk about Harry Potter so much. But, <laughs> but here we go again. Um, Strider kind of reminds me of Sirius Black. Ooh. Just kind of in his description and how Sirius Black was misunderstood. Spoilers to anyone who yeah. hasn't read Harry Potter. But honestly, it's been over 20 years. So it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, yeah, and Sirius Black was my favorite character. So we'll see about Strider. Um, yeah. So just some closing thoughts on this chapter that I have. So obviously... Chapter 10 is about Strider's private talk with Frodo, I think. Um, And I kind of am leaning more towards trusting him, but I'm really wary about how he knows everything. Like, how does word spread so Mm. fast in this world? I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe Strider has some sort of contact with Gandalf, but I don't know how. Um, I don't trust Bree in general. Just, like, the entire <laughs> city of Bree. I don't like it. Fair. Um, I, I think that Strider will join the Fellowship, but I haven't heard of him before, so I don't know how he would join the Fellowship. Right. Uh, because, like, in just pictures of the Fellowship that you see, like, posters or drawings or whatever, I don't see anybody mm-hmm. who fits his description, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I just thought of this. Mary wasn't there the entire time. So what was he doing in the rooms? Right. Was he just sleeping? <laughs> he could have been drinking beer. That's true. <laughs> we just, next chapter isn't about Strider. It's just all the hobbits go back to the room and Mary is just like plastered. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So why... I guess, again, why was this your favorite chapter? Is it just the, like, ambiance? You just loved that this is the start of the adventure? I just, yeah, I like that it's the start of the adventure. And, Mm -hmm. like, I can see that, like, things are about to start happening based off of, like, how many times I've read it before. It's almost like a little checkpoint for me. Oh, that's cute. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. (laughs) That's really cool. I definitely, out of all the chapters that we have read so far, this one was definitely the most enjoyable for me. Okay. Yeah. This cool. one, I was, I was excited going into it, which hasn't really happened with the other chapters. Um, mm-hmm. This one, I was very excited to go into it just because you hyped it up for me. And like, <laughs> it didn't disappoint. It was so good. Okay, good. I was worried. I hoped I didn't overhype it for you. <laughs> no, it was so good. I love like cozy chapters. But they have, like, just a bit of edge to them. I think that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then last episode, uh, we had the question, what was your favorite moment or memory, like, relating to or about Lord of the Rings? Um, and mm-hmm. we got an answer from someone on Instagram, and his name is Eric. Um, and he says that he has not listened to the episodes yet, but he will. So, cool. <laughs> hey, Eric, you've reached this far. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Um, and so this makes zero sense to me, and I think obviously it'll make sense to you. So okay. he says his favorite moment or memory was um, the ride of the Grey Company. Okay, yes. I have no idea what that is. I can't even... That's interesting. Why is it interesting? <laughs> I don't know. I just... That's like such a specific 
such a specific point, but that's cool. I can kind of see why, but like, I've never really thought of it as like that kind of moment before. Like a significant kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Honestly, like I have, I can't even predict anything. So <laughs> the ride, I assume it's a lot of horses and they're going in one general direction. But what the heck is a gray company? <laughs> So we know Gandalf the Grey, but that's it. Uh So is it just like hundreds of Gandalfs and they're just all all riding together? (laughs) So that's why it's Eric's favorite, because it's just so many Gandalfs. It must be. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to reach it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, thank you, Eric, for answering that. Um, And so... Uh, Megan, do you want to ask this week's question? Yeah. So I was curious to find out, like, what do our listeners think about Strider so far? Mm -hmm. Especially if you haven't read The Lord of the Rings before. Like, Mm -hmm. do you find him suspicious? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, do you find him suspicious? What do you think about him? Like... If you were Frodo, would you meet up with him later or would you just ditch? That's a good question. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, we kind of answered that ourselves. So I'm very curious to know what our listeners think. (laughs) Yeah. Or like if you have read Lord of the Rings, if you can remember, what did you think about Strider? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Without any spoilers. (laughs) Without any spoilers, yes. Yeah. Yeah, very fun. Uh, and then another thing, completely off subject, but uh, today, um, which obviously is no relevance to when this is posted, um, I posted <laughs> on Instagram the board game that Amber made last episode that we mentioned when she was like yeah. 10 years old. It's so cute. <laughs> like It is. I just want to mention a few significant parts on there because I just want everyone to see <laughs> it and love it. Um, uh-huh. There's a spider with a top hat on, which is so adorable. <laughs> And I noticed that his name is labeled Mo. It's so cute. (laughs) And a beautiful drawing of the dragon. I'm actually quite impressed. But pretty much every single space says go back. It's just go back, go back, go back. And then then Megan pointed this out to me, but even the spaces where nothing happens, like the free spaces, she writes in free space, just to be specific. Yeah. There's no blank spaces on that board. <laughs> no, it's it's so confusing and so chock full of horrible, horrible things. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's terrible. Honestly, we should have like a bonus episode sometime in the future um, of like us trying to play the board game. Oh my goodness. That game is never ending. Oh no. It goes on and on and on. Because, okay, we have played it for over an hour before, just trying to finish it. When did you try and play it? Well, I don't know, years. We haven't played it for years because it takes so long. (laughs) And, like, if we play it, it usually doesn't get finished Hmm. because it's so long. Like, we'll just give up because there's there's two or three points where you could potentially very likely go back to start. (laughs) And then you have to make it past those points. And if you do, 
there's a point at the very end. Like if you make it to the end, there's a point at the very end where you'll most likely also go back to start. No. And so if you've managed to make it that far or tried multiple times, there's a potential that you'll have to go back to start again oh. and try again. She's psychotic. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love it's that. so mean. She made it for a school project and you just thought that you would play it. That's so cute. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, never, never finished it, though. <laughs> nope. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, everyone should go take a look at it. It's, it's really, really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it for today's episode. Um, next chapter is called Strider, and I'm very, very excited because I see some potential in this character. Um, I'm excited mm-hmm. where the story's going. <laughs> I'm excited to see more of the, like, craziness that you described in the beginning of this episode. So, mm-hmm. if, I'm not, if I'm not stressed now, we'll see later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to our listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are uh, at Long Expected Pod on Instagram, where we post about our episodes and just like bonus pictures and stuff. So like the board game, go check us out there. Yes. Um, and we would love it if you'd like commented on our posts or sent us DMs, like just contact us, man. We want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can email us at um, a long expected podcast at gmail.com with any of your thoughts, your questions to us. Uh, we'd love to answer any questions um, and we'd love for you to answer our questions to you. Yes, please. Um, and tell all your friends about us. It'd be very helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we will see you in two weeks, which I think is like close to Christmas. Is that? Whoa, yeah. Because I think Christmas yeah, it is. is on a Saturday. So maybe, I think our next episode is the Tuesday before Christmas. <gasps> what? Ooh, we'll have to do like a Christmas special. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we'll see you then. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.